Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Vivian Berkovich is the former Canadian ambassador to Israel, and uh, her, her podcast is uh, stateoftelaviv.com. I, ambassador, I, um, I, don't know, I don't come close to losing it. Very often, I've done over a hundred thousand interviews, but I was close. I was so close, and and I first heard Mister Beer on your podcast when you were interviewing him, and that's where I found out about the Apache cruise. Hey, how you you paint this picture for me, please, because I, I'm I'm still dealing with what I heard. <laughs> I think we all are. And uh, it's, um, it, I mean, as Ellie has said, and so many people have said so many times, October 7th was just the beginning of the darkness. And each moment we plunge more deeply into it because we learn more about what actually transpired on that day, the following day. And we still don't know what is going on with the 240 plus hostages that were taken by Hamas and are being held underground in the Gaza Strip. The ferociousness, the inhumanity, the, the, the unspeakable glee and exultation with which these things were done by Hamas uh, is, is, I think it's impossible to process for most people. Yeah. So I totally empathize with and understand your feeling so overwhelmed. It's it is overwhelming. There isn't much I haven't Horrible. seen. There isn't much I haven't seen. There isn't a whole lot I haven't experienced. Right. But listening to Mr. Beer was absolutely. Uh, I don't know. In the, I don't know if this is the correct word, but it was stunning in the sense that it takes away your ability to to um, compartmentalize or to function. You just listen, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. That's exactly, exactly right. And it, 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 it just does. I mean, I don't feel we have, I don't know how to speak of, of what we know and what we know has happened. I really don't. I mean, you know, one of the hostage mothers um, who's waiting to hear word of her son um, went mute as soon as, as soon as she learned that he had been taken and the circumstances in which he had been been kidnapped by Hamas, she went mute. And we know that going mute is, is a kind of reaction, a psychological, physiological reaction to extreme trauma. And I, I kind of understand it in, in a way that I never feel I did before, because what is there to say? How, like, what words do we have? I, I don't, this savagery was, wasn't, is so, um, to your point that you've, you've seen and heard an awful lot in your day. I feel I have as well. Many people have. But this, this has brought grizzled old generals to tears. Um, not just Israelis. <laughs> Lots of people who have worked in the most horrific circumstances. Yeah. I saw a video. The, the yeah, it is. Um, 
So the, the word now is, and I saw this in the Jerusalem Post online, I've seen it in other areas, Israel, Hamas, and the United States close to a deal to cease fighting for five days and see up to 50 hostages mm. released in daily batches. Um, can you add anything to that? Does that surprise you? Uh, do you? Do you believe it? We've been hearing this about, listen, we've been hearing since October 7th about prospective deals. Um, and we have been hearing for days now, maybe almost a week, about this particular deal. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, that's all I have to say. I mean, five days of ceasefire is a hell of a long time in these circumstances. And my question, and I believe that public opinion in Israel would support this, why just 50? Why not all of them, including the bodies of, um, you know, two soldiers that Hamas has kept um, since 2014 and two other Israeli civilians one of whom is an Arab. Uh, they've had them hostage in in the Gaza Strip, I think, since 2015. So why don't you repatriate everyone and all the bodies, uh, and then and then you know then I think that's a deal worth considering. But this kind of you know tortured release is is why why and you know that Israel actually had to stipulate and the U.S. is one of the the terms that um, if they're going to release children, that they not release the children without their mothers. I mean, that, it, that even has to be said to these savages, right? Yeah. We, we know there are so many children there who watched their children, their parents murdered before their eyes, and then they were taken hostage alone. And we know there are children there, a few with their parents. One is a now 10 and a half month old infant. We don't know if they've been left with their parents. We know a woman who's given birth, a Thai woman, gave birth in captivity. So let them all out. Let them all out. Ambassador, I was watching, uh, and I'm sure you've seen it, uh, commentary by Jake Tapper of CNN. And uh, they were talking about, or he was talking about, the Palestinians, the citizens, civilians, who have and are suffering greatly. Okay. And the question was asked of uh, Hamas representatives by international media they approved of. What are you doing with these tunnels? What's with all these tunnels? What do you do with them? Mm. And the answer was, that's where we fight from. That's where we protect ourselves from the planes. We fight from there. Well, what about building air raid shelters for the civilians in Gaza? What about letting them use the tunnels? Oh, no, no, no. Most of the Palestinians, said the, uh, said the Hamas representatives, are refugees. They're the responsibility of the United Nations. They're not our problem. Right. And I, I listened to that and I thought, this is like, this is madness. This is utter and total yeah. madness. What are your thoughts about the uh, Palestinian <laughs> civilians who find themselves in this, you know, incredible situations? Many have... Yeah, and I, I, I know, well, you know, the, you know the situation. You, you live in Tel Aviv. You know the situation better than I. I don't know it at all other than what I'm learning. What, what are your thoughts about all the civilians and what they're going through? It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Um, and I don't think anyone enjoys or revels in civilian suffering, aside from apparently, you know, Hamas when they're, you know, 
murdering and burning and raping and doing whatever they do to Israelis. Um, I think that the civilian suffering that we're seeing in Gaza now is horrific. But there are, <coughs> pardon me, there are so many layers of madness, as you say. So, I mean, first off, you know, that Hamas is saying, well, no, the, this tunnel network, um, it's for us. And, um, and we're not responsible for the refugees, and nor is it for them. We use this as our battleground. I mean, you know, those tunnels are built with money from Qatar, but also with stolen aid. So, for example, the concrete that is used in the tunnel construction is what's known in UN world land as a dual-use material. Okay, so when Israel um, and Egypt allow material to pass through their borders into the Gaza Strip, cement, concrete, is a dual-use material that they allow to pass through, knowing full well that it's not going into building civilian housing. Canada donates tons, hundreds of millions of dollars for these projects. And it goes into the tunnels. It goes straight into the military infrastructure. So first of all, much of the tunnel infrastructure is purloined from civilians. That's bad. Um, and they've done nothing to create any form of shelter or civilian defense for airstrikes. When you're a military or paramilitary organization like Hamas operating out of civilian areas, which they do deliberately, um, and you're putting civilians at risk, if you're not going to build them air raid shelters, then at least, you know, um, let them hide out in your tunnel network. And it's much more than tunnels. These tunnels, um, some of them are wide enough to drive trucks through. They have full electricity. They have air circulation infiltration. They have computer networking capabilities. They have rooms you know, where they're keeping the hostages and where many of them live um, on an almost permanent basis. I'm told that there's over 200 miles of tunnels. You know, the Gaza Strip is only, what, a few miles wide and I can't 20 plus miles long. I mean, this is a very small territory. They probably have more tunnel, um, you know, coverage than they do roads mm -hmm. in the Gaza Strip above ground. Mm -hmm. The whole notion of just kind of putting, using civilians as human shields and sacrificial lambs is so disgraceful. Well, you know what I heard? Going on, and it's been going on under the UN's nose for since 2006, those, 2007, uh, when they took power. Those interviews with the Hamas representatives <laughs> are so deplorable. I mean, I, I, I posted Jake Tapper's interview to um, my right. Twitter feed at the Roy Green Show. Let me ask you this, because we have about uh, three mm -hmm. minutes. Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, challenged Israel and accused Israel. Prime Minister Netanyahu responded on Twitter. And then at the APEC yes, meeting, right, at APEC, where Trudeau mm -hmm. was more than less a sidebar among the national leaders in attendance, Trudeau had more words and more demands of Israel, and so did Mr. Wow. Jagmeet Singh. But let's concentrate on Mr. Trudeau. What are your thoughts? I, look, Trudeau has become, um, I would say he's a joke if he wasn't the leader of a G7 country, of which I happen to be a citizen, Canada, and which I love dearly. He's a dangerous man, in my view. Um, he's making very um, intemperate comments. He's all over the place. So he's quite unprincipled. 
and the little kind of scrap he got into with uh, with Bibi was was just appalling. I mean, he came out and said basically Israel is just a baby killing nation. You know, he was feeding out the worst of Hamas propaganda. And I've seen then Yahoo that tweet that he responded with. I've never seen him any leader, never mind Bibi, do that. And I'm not a Bibi fan, I understand, but he just lashed back at him and every syllable of that tweet was well deserved on Justin's part. Justin took down his original comment online. And then the next day, he went to, like, Benny Gantz, who's a general, and he's in the war cabinet and all that, and he's, you know, prominent Israeli, and he's part of the opposition. But, I mean, he didn't have the decency to go to back to the Prime Minister of Israel or any of the more senior leaders. And he sort of tried to climb down a bit, and then he came back, as you say, again at APEC. I mean, I think that Justin Trudeau has made consistent comments um, that support Hamas and the sort of Hamas-Iran um, axis, if I can call it that. And I think that Canadians should be very concerned about that. You see, he has yet to refer to Hamas's actions as war crimes, you know, even October 7. Yeah, I mean, I, all He's I hear... He's wagging his finger at Israel, but he doesn't, hasn't wagged it at Hamas very much. What I hear him saying is, uh, you have to fight war according to international law. He said that over and over and over. And I get the... Uh, Only I get, Israel. Yeah, because exactly. I mean, is, I, I, I read between fine. the lines. It's not too hard. Well, I mean, you know what? Hamas, Hamas using hospitals and other civilian areas as bases, that's a war crime. Hamas's attack on Israel is a war crime. Hamas's gang rape, um, using rape as, as a military tactic, is a war crime. But let's just keep it really simple and stick to hospitals. There's a hospital called Barzillai Hospital just inside the border in Israel. And Ambassador, I'm sorry, I only have about thirty. I only have about thirty seconds, so okay. I'll tell you that Hamas has hit hospitals. Justin's never talked about war crimes. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us as as frequently as you have and and being available to us for conversation. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Roy. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.